in a world where options are limitless, but time is not. Two heroes take a stand against injustice and overwhelming viewing choices. Starring Jane Ellen. I don't see how the human race survived the medieval period. And Adam Cravens. A lot of them didn't. This is Binge or Cringe. A podcast that lets you know what's worth watching and what's not. From the Hinson Oakley Podcast Center and Rock 93.7. Hello and welcome to Binge or Cringe. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. This time going to tell you a little something something about not a netflix original <gasps> not no but so, it is on netflix okay all right well but they I mean, didn't produce it well i mean everything is right now but very soon uh like friends and mm-hmm. the office and oof. yeah we won't talk about that yet i was reading stuff about the stuff we talk about and Something, some headline said one of the shows you should be watching is called Glitch, and I said, "Well, I'll be the judge of that." <laughs> well, no, I'm, I actually have I'm an expert on this particular subject, <laughs> Mister. What's what's your what's your name? <laughs> they were right. Almost late for work because of it. And I tell you right now, I've only seen the first episode. Two seasons are out. A third is in the making. It is produced in Australia. This is the premise, and I have to say, I think it's a little bit on the brilliant side, okay? So, graveyard. All of a sudden, seven people have emerged. You don't see them. There are seven people next to their graves that a teenager happens to hear this noise, and he's going, what is happening? Of course, they're all nude, which makes sense, but they're covered in dirt. You don't see anything. They're all very fit because it's not America, and they're confused. They are completely whole. They do not want brains. They're calling for help, and so the guy calls the police, and they start you know, rounding them up because they don't know their names. They don't know anything, and there are two cars taking them in. And then they start cleaning them up, and the people start to remember little bits of things. The big story changer is, in the other car, the deceased wife of the police officer is brought in. And she doesn't remember anything except she thinks she knows him. She doesn't know that she died. None of these people knew that they were dead. They don't remember anything about being dead. To be fair... I, I don't have any experience with that. So I don't know. Like, if you do die, do you remember that you're dead? So they're not zombies. All right. There's no virus. There's nothing like that. They're just un, undead. They're just all of a sudden in the same graveyard on the same night. Seven people are just there, which is intriguing. Why are they there? Why those seven? Were they chosen? What's this? What's that? So over the course of a couple of days, they're trying to sort out. One of the guys was not picked up by the police, but the teenager who first called in the the whole thing was following him because it was like he saw him come out of the ground and got it on video. Turns out that guy had died 150 years ago. You start getting some flashbacks, and you see that the the Italian guy, 
and we can call him that because that's all he speaks. That's the Italian guy. He's having flashbacks from, let's say, the 40s. Right. And this is current day Australia. And it's they know that they're in this town. And when they say the name of the town, everyone goes, oh, okay. They knew they were there, but they just don't know uh, all this stuff, which is fascinating. So what I've seen so far is they're trying to find out what's wrong with them. Everybody is perfectly healthy. The police officer doesn't want to announce what's happened because so far it's just him and a doctor who know because now one of these people is his wife or was his wife who died two years ago. And because I read ahead, I know that he has since married her best friend and had a child because his wife was dead. So, ah, already. Um, So he doesn't want her to be taken away and studied because who is just boom? The Italian guy, they get his name and everything, and they believe his brother is 90 years old and living a town or so away. So he goes to take him to his brother, and the guy just turns into dust. His his brother does? No, or he... no, the guy that came out of the grave. So of the seven that came out of the grave, one of them, and dust he shall return. Poof, now, guy gone. Is this one? Okay, uh, I, I'm. Is there like rules about? No, like, we don't what know. The, like, is it if you if you you know talk to somebody don't that know. you knew before you died? Like, there's there's nothing. There's no nothing explanation. Yet? Okay, which is what I find. It's, fascinating. it's not like you're a gremlin and you're just like, oh, right. you fed him after midnight. You got him wet. So now the police officer really doesn't want his deceased wife. He doesn't want her to know anything. Because he wants to spend time with her as much time as she has, because now he knows they could poof, go away. It's potential, yeah. Why did that guy poof, go away? He seemed fine. Um, And that's just interesting. I've only seen the first episode. I totally want to watch all three seasons immediately, because I demand answers. And I find it very interesting that it is about the... They're not undead. They are now alive, but it's a whole different way of telling what could have been a scary zombie story because clearly this is going to be an emotional drama. Well, the the problem that you do run into when all of your main villains, like if the, the, the apex of what they're thinking is, I mean, you... What, what do you do? I mean, you can get some good action out of that, like mm-hmm. maybe some like moody atmospheric stuff or like maybe even some like, you know, like taut, like really like tense, like kind of, you know, compact scenes mm-hmm. with that. But y- you also can't have, you know, them they, they they can't, you know, soliloquy. They can't say like their demands, like you can't reason with the character. So, I mean, to a certain point, like zombies, while they're fun, also like narratively, there's only a finite amount of ways you can take them. You're listening to Binge or Cringe, brought to you by Hinson Oakley Family Dentistry. Jane Ellen talking with Adam Cravens about what to watch on TV. And today it is the Australian TV show Glitch being shown on Netflix. So for me, it was something different because I started wondering all the different ways these things could go. The, the guy that died 150 years ago, there's a statue of him because he was the mayor. And obviously a drunk and a racist, but whatever. But he was the mayor. I think you covered the best yeah, part yeah. probably there. I am getting the idea that one of them was a nun. 
just because of all of the specific prayers and such. I'm just getting that vibe. Well, it also seems like, and again, like, I don't know how many episodes you're in at this point. One, just but, the one. But this, that it seems like this show, like, kind of thrives on giving you, I don't want to say no information. Yeah. But just kind of gives you the information that you need to know there. Mm-hmm. And the... Shows like this seem to, like their central thrust is to like you you tune in so you can get another piece of the puzzle. Right. Like you know it's a five hundred piece puzzle and you've only got thirty pieces so far and you want to see what 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 is that final image? What, mm-hmm. what 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 am I putting together? And because I had read about the show because it's a glitch, I don't even know what that's about. I know that part of what's happening is the police officer has his new wife, his dead wife's best friend, and they're you know, toddler, newborn child. And then the wife who's now suddenly alive. And how do you deal with that? Do you, do you two wife it in the same house? I mean, it's also her best friend, but you know, she was actually dead. It's, they didn't do anything wrong or something they should hide. You do get into a weird kind of. What do you do? And with the others, I mean, who knows where they're headed with that? Uh, the oldest character seems to be the guy who played the mayor. I'll say that... Uh, now, by oldest, do you mean like their chronological age or like the age from like... Like, okay, if he was born in like 1852, that's what you're saying uh, no. is the oldest character? Or like they died when they were like yes. 70? Yes, at first, all I could think of was all of them are really young. And, you know, most people die when they get older. Yeah. That was my first impression. So... The ones I've seen appear to be between 25 and 35 and incredibly fit. Not America. This guy appears to be 60-something. Well, when, when you get to places that don't put cheese on everything or offer you... Or like, sugar. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a lot easier to be fit mm. then. But cheese is... Deli- I'm, not, I'm I, not downing cheese. Please don't misunderstand me. But it's not exactly great for you. But it's delicious. I'm, again, not arguing that point. You, I mean, it, it can become a liquid. You can spray it. You can you can build little cities with blocks of it. You can put it on a toothpick. I mean, there's not a lot you can't do with cheese. Cheese, cheese is a musical cheese. Anyway, <laughs> glitch is the name of this, and I I'm liking it not on the level that I like Stranger Things, but I am liking it on the level of this is a story I don't know yet. Now, it could just turn into this whole soap opery drama thing and they just happen to have been dead. Okay. And maybe that's just the one pretense. But I would like to think there is some greater reason. Why were these people chosen? Has this happened all over the world? Blah, 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 blah. In a, in a world where most of our entertainment seems to be previously existing IPs or based on like books, like there's just, I, I've been around long enough that like I've probably seen the film that it's based on. I may have read the book that it's based on. Like if, it, if it's a superhero movie, I probably read the comic book like mm-hmm. when I was a kid or like even into my, my, my teen years, there's not a lot of stuff that surprises me anymore. And if it is, like, it's usually rare and fleeting. I, and, I mean, again, because we do live in a world where, like, the IP is king, you don't get a lot of original stuff. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like this is nice because, like, okay, when when I watched, you know, like, say, the, the most recent Spider-Man, like, 
I knew that Mysterio, like, was a bad guy in the comic books. And I always have this floating around in the back of my head just going, like, whatever you're presenting to me, I, I like, even if I'm wrong about stuff, I've usually pr- got a pretty good idea. And mm-hmm. like I said, maybe it's the one. But I, I've I've just, I've been around this stuff so long, I'm just like, this is what's going to happen. And yet... That character's going to do this. When uh, we were at the theater and saw, I could not even tell you, it's some animated something coming out in the next six months. That's all I got from it was, oh, it's E.T., but it's not E.T. It just, it's, or it's, it's a, E.T. with gerbils or it's, something. It's a riff on that. Yes. Yeah. And it was completely and totally E.T., just from the, the two-minute trailer that I saw. And the girls were like, oh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh, okay. That's precisely the same story we've seen and done better. Well, Pass. I mean, not, not for nothing. Like Indiana Jones and Star Wars were essentially retold stories. Yes. From like even uh, like, uh, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely not downing Indiana Jones and Star Wars, but I'm just saying like <sighs> they were, they were based on like Saturday serials. Like mm-hmm. it was just somebody reinterpreting an old story and them going, okay, well, I'm going to tell it this way. It hasn't been done this way we haven't looked at it from this perspective so i mean i i guess like with now you're getting the name recognition mm-hmm. like you know there's you know pet cemetery pet cemetery 2 mm-hmm. and now you know pet pet cemetery 2019 at a, at a certain point like it, it, you're not even drawing from the material you're just going over there like xeroxing it and just being like here this worked in 1977 let's try again exactly so i do think you can at least get Chris to watch the first episode because people are rising from graves. That's all she'll need to hear. I can, I mean, most of my friends, I could yeah. probably get them convinced with that. I did not expect to be as intrigued. Um, you know, it it looks inexpensively made. You're not seeing a lot of special effects. So I'm getting the idea this is going to be more of an emotional story, which is fine. Well, if you can't, yeah, if you can't rely on like a dragon showing up or like having maybe a, one will a giant battle with lasers, like you, you've got to you got to lean on what you got, and not for nothing. Like as long as it's not like you know Ian McKellen mm-hmm. having somebody give a brilliant performance isn't as expensive. Like yes, uh, if you want Robert De Niro to do it for you, you're going to have to pay up front. But if you happen to find another person that like maybe hasn't got their big break yet, that's still having somebody emote is a reasonably inexpensive thing to do mm-hmm. on film. The acting, fine. I, I really have no complaints about it other than I can tell it was not a big budget shoot, at least the first episode was. But the premise is interesting and different, and therefore I want to know all of it right now. Which the show probably wanted. That's that's the takeaway yes. they want. Yes, that's exactly what they wanted. And uh, it, yes, and yes. So binge-worthy? Absolutely. I also want to point out that my children are doing this, and I am loving it with them just because, as you and I have expressed, and the rest of the world, we watch a lot of things that we already love, over and over because we already love it and we want to watch it again. So they are only slightly familiar with Parks and Rec. They knew Ron Swanson because of many, many memes, but they hadn't really, really watched it. And so they started 
watching it. And so I know I saw all of the episodes at least once. Some of them, though, I didn't see over and over and over again. So it's just been nice to pick up on things I had missed. Parks and Rec, I, when I, I think I dismissed it initially because I was just like, this is office light. Mm-hmm. And like, I, I really, I just, I did not give it the attention that it deserved. And I think much in the same way that like a lot of like, it's not really a sequel show, but like a lot of shows that are follow-ups to big shows. Like mm-hmm. when Star Trek The Next Generation came out, a lot of people dismissed it just being like, oh, they're trying that again. Right. And, and I mean, a lot of times you you can't sequelize a show. Like unless you're, you know, Law and Order or like in, uh, what what's the other one? Um uh, Law and Order is CSI. There we go. That was the I'm saying like you've got some that kind of lend themselves to that. But a lot of shows you you can't you can't do again. Like mm-hmm. n- name me one person that thinks Archie Bunker's place is superior to all in the family. I because I do want to yeah. talk to this person because like, yeah, obviously, I, I just need to interview them about everything I want inside that mind. Why do they think that? Because they're wrong. Yeah. But yeah, so. If you haven't seen Parks and Rec, try watching it and then go look at all of the fancy merchandise. You can get a um, mall rat T-shirt. You can get an Ice Town T-shirt. These are all obscure references from Parks and Rec. And they're still being made. I mean, not for nothing. They also have Fat Star-Lord. (laughs) Like, I I forget. I forget a lot of times because, like... in in his 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 movie incarnation, Chris Pratt is this chiseled like yeah, he's, charismatic, he's very hunky. just chart like I mean he's just he's a good looking guy in those mm-hmm. movies. Um, in Parks and Rec, like he's he's serious dad bod. Like he's I mean he's he's dumpy. Like I think it's the at least the first if not into the second season. Like his leg is broken. Like he is just the entire first season. Both legs are broken. For for anybody that thought Star Lord was an idiot in Avengers End uh, Infinity War when like he <laughs> basically let Thanos like get the gauntlet again. Like I'm just telling you, it's nothing compared to his character. In Parks and Rec. And like, I read headlines from last week. Chris Pratt was in Nashville. And we're like, oh, Chris Pratt can sing. It's like, um, Mouse Rat, he sang all the time well, in Parks and Rec. I, I, but I, I guess it's not. It, it, he, he didn't do it like in a, a you know, a, a kind of a grandstanding on stage, like mm-hmm. presentational way. Like, yeah, but still, and you could tell. The, the character is, is portrayed as an idiot for... I mean, for, for, for great lack of comedic a better expense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just all of a sudden my girls are saying, treat yourself. And uh, it's funny to me. Maybe not to others who won't get it, but I feel like I'm helping them be culturally aware. It's, a, I, I don't think it, it's as good as The Office, but like Parks and Rec um, it is very much a show that. I, I think is worth watching. Like, okay, like Scrubs. Mm-hmm. I love the show Scrubs. Is it better than Seinfeld? I, have I ever watched an entire episode? No, I have not. Um, is it is it better than Seinfeld? No, no it is not. It, it's not. But, like, I, I also really enjoy that show. Like, just because it's not the greatest thing ever mm-hmm. made doesn't mean that you shouldn't shouldn't watch it. Parks and Rec, especially if you're a fan of the office style yes. of comedy, it's well worth your time. And there are there are great similarities, other than you've got that style. But in the office, for no reason, everybody hates Toby. 
in Parks and Rec for absolutely no reason. Everybody hates Jerry. Things like that happen. You'll notice it. And then there are just some running jokes that if you take it all in at once, it's it's the, the melting butter on that steamy, fresh-from-the-oven croissant. Arrested Development, I felt that way about, too. Like if yes. Because I, I did not get to see it in its initial art, like, incarnation. Somebody pointed it out to me, and they're like, here's the DVDs. So, like, I got to just like mm-hmm. digest that thing whole and i'm like oh, all right where's four and they're just like and that's it's gone yeah it's gone and then we'll bring it back a little but it just won't be that well this was that that had not happened yet yeah, this was so years off still they shouldn't anyway i digress yes if you haven't seen it watch it it is i would say top content wise parks and rec is pg whereas the Office is much, much, much at the upper end of PG-13, topic-wise. Yeah, there, there are times that, like, if if it's playing, like, in the living room or something, I'll just be like, we need to skip this episode. You know, I don't remember if I told you this, but a couple of years ago, I decided my kids need to know Seinfeld. It was on when they were babies, but they need to know Seinfeld. So I randomly, truly randomly picked a Seinfeld episode. What one did I pick? Was it the contest? It was. Okay. I, 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 like, I was like, what's the worst episode you could accidentally show a child? That yes. episode. Yes. I mean, not for nothing, like, Seinfeld went off the air 21? It's real funny. Years ago? Did it, like, and yet... This year, this, yeah, 21, because it went off in, what, 98? They're, they're doing... Pottery Barn is releasing all of this stuff... To celebrate the 25th anniversary of Friends. Which doesn't seem like it should be that old. No. So, yeah, I still haven't revisited Seinfeld yet. Anything because of I that. watched first run should not have like a, a quarter of a century like collection. I remember Jim and I watched the pilot of Friends and he said, Well, it was okay. It's going to be, gonna be huge. a huge hit. Yeah, yeah it's going to be huge, but, you know, it's all right. Of course, we watched. And then th- there were some really funny. Parts, but we'll we'll step away from friends. I think I need to watch Thirty Rock again because it's I do. It's a, it's a uh, there's <sighs> there's never a bad reason to watch Thirty Rock. Never, and sadly, there are people that I know who are don't find these shows funny, and that concerns me. Thir- okay, if you are the type of person that like casually watches a show, like you're walking in and out of the room, you know, you're cooking dinner. You know, you're reading the paper, you're playing on your phone. Like, 30 Rock requires a little bit more of an involvement because, like, they'll set up a joke, like, at the beginning of the episode and pay it off. Like, at the, mm-hmm. like you really I, – I don't want to say – it's not always smart humor, but, like, 30 Rock attacks comedy in a very, like, unusual, uh, untraditional way, mm-hmm. which I think is what, when, when you finally land it, because you don't, you don't always expect what's about to happen. Like, in a lot of your, your three camera sitcoms, you know, it's just like, duh, duh, punchline, duh, duh. But, like, mm-hmm. you, can, you can feel it coming. You're waiting for, like, okay, here's a one-liner now, and cue the laugh track. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's a... You almost have to retrain yourself for a show like that, especially if you've been brought up on nothing but your traditional, like, uh, you know, a home improvement, a, mm-hmm. a, you know, a Donna Reed, like something of that, a very traditional sitcom. <laughs> Donna Reed hosting home improvement. <laughs> I will. 
Okay. Anyway, we're going down so many rabbit holes. Glitch is worth binging, as are all of the comedies we just named, The Office, Parks and Rec, 30 Rock. If you don't find those funny, you've probably already stopped listening to us. You're just like, what is this madness? Yeah. Uh, I know. So there's that, and uh, I will find something else. Because I'm really trying to find something, which is how I found Glitch, as opposed to waiting for whatever the streaming service thinks Wants I want to see. to harass see. me into watching. Yes. Because I don't ever want to watch any of that crap anime. Ever. Ever. Well, I, I'm going to go ahead and say your kids are probably signed into your account because it'll tell me like the other day, it's like, because you like Chuggington. And I'm like, when did I say I liked <laughs> Chuggington? It's so odd what, what is, I know what you're talking what about. What is that nonsense about? If anything, I'm going to watch Thomas the Train, Netflix. <laughs> Chuggington. <laughs> uh, good times. Oh, however, speaking of kids shows, I think that the live action of Dora, the Explorer, could be slightly amusing. It, it they seem to be attacking it in a way that it, it it could play on two. And again, I'm just doing this based on watching the preview. But like mm-hmm. your best kids movies, or at least the ones that like generate like sequels or don't like fall flat at the box office, are usually ones that will kind of speak to adults and play mm-hmm. for kids as well. If they can, if they can manage that dynamic, yeah, yeah, yeah like you, maybe you see Dora too, or That's like, right. what is it, Go Diego? Is that Go the, Diego? Go, yeah, maybe, maybe, the maybe she song. teams up like with Diego next movie. Um, Diego is in this one. Uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the trailer many Swipe, times. Swiper no swine. Swiper no, and Swiper's in it. I However, didn't know that. I remember that. Uh, that he doesn't throw feces or anything because that would have been hilarious. I didn't, I didn't immediately YouTube the Dora trailer when it came out. Like I haven't analyzed it or looked for Easter eggs to see if they're you know going to give me any, any any kind of information I needed to glean from it. I think I kind of sort of watched it when I walked into the living room. Excuses. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's it for Binge or Cringe, and thank you so much for listening. We have uh, Adam and I have to continue our conversation. If only that were a podcast. You've been delightful. I'm Jane Ellen. And I'm Adam Cravens. Binge or Cringe, starring Jane Ellen and Adam Cravens, is a Hinson Oakley Podcast Center production. Listen to new or past podcasts anytime at rock937online.com.